welcome to the Nerd Party. Space, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Jessica Nunn. And I'm her husband and co-host, Philip Gilfus. I feel like it's been a while since we've done a podcast. It has. We've had computer troubles and other situations. I mean, I'm not sure we've had computer troubles. My computer's fine. Eh, it's okay looking. <laughs> you did have computer troubles, and I'm so sorry and it was sad because then we gave your computer to my mother and so you couldn't even get it back and then you were having to use my computer and uh, that was embarrassing yeah so yeah but here we are now here we are now still in the middle of a uh, plague on both your houses on both our houses although we only have one so mm-hmm. don't get excited um Although we do have a beach house we're going to in a couple of weeks. It is not ours. Yeah, we're going on holiday, baby. Something to look forward to. Yeah. And I'm turning old. <laughs> um, so changing the topic. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we started watching, or continuing watching, started watching. Are we talking about watching. the floor is lava? I assume we're talking about floor is lava. Um, the third doctor. Yes. We, we started yes, we've his come back to it. final series, and um, we've only seen the beginning and the end. We've not seen the middle episodes. So, yes. you know, in, in some random watches. So, but in our third doctor watch here, we've finally gotten to the Time Warrior. With the introduction of Sarah Jane Smith. Sarah Jane, yeah. As the new companion. Yep. And then introduce the Santarans for the first time. Yep. And Who are creepy and sort of have whiskers and that's strange. Yeah. So, but you said uh, watching it with context didn't, really didn't make me like it anymore. <laughs> no. We watched this one ages ago and I think it might have even been before I had a really clear vision of who Sarah Jane was. And so and possibly before I had a very clear view of the Santarans and so I was like, yes, let's say uh, watch it again and it, no, still wasn't that crazy about it. So but yeah, it's definitely sort of commentary about women's roles. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the issue when when I was in high school, we watched several BBC versions of Shakespeare. Um, you know, Dame Judi Dench in the Scottish play and things like that. And they didn't appeal to me then. And the language that the Middle Ages guys used was very similar and the acting style. And it still doesn't appeal to me. Um, it's all very BBC, I think. But, uh, no, not a fan. Not a fan. But that's all right. Times they are a-changing, so... And so for this episode, we thought we'd do something a little different. Yes. I saw this, I don't know if meme is the right word, but I saw this on 
I believe it's from the BBC Doctor Who website, but anyway, it's around the internet. And it's not just Doctor Who. I've seen the Star Trek version of this, and I'm sure there's... Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I've seen different... I mean, I've even seen, you know, what would you like to keep? Coffee and books and things, yep. and you only get a certain number, so yeah. But this is basically... I think it's a thing. Yeah, this is basically build your own TARDIS team, where you're allotted a certain number of points. In this case, it's 14. And then, and then the various characters you're given have a certain number of points. And so the challenge is, you know, make your own TARDIS team using... Are you going to post a picture of this somewhere? Sure, so it'll be in the can, notes. Yeah. I don't know, you know, I never know what... The BBC copyright and all that, but so I'll at least put the link in the notes so you can see what we're going to work off. So we thought... So you can do your own as well. Exactly. And tell us where we all went wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, so Jessica and I are going to take a few turns. So we basically did three selections each. Mm-hmm. And I know this is uh, better visually done, but I'll give you the audio version here. So it's saying you have 14 points each. And it allots all the doctors five points. So one through five, or excuse me, one through 13. And that's also including the war doctor and the Ruth doctor. So those are all worth five points each. For four points at the next tier, you have Sarah Jane, who we spoke of, Donna Noble, Bill Potts, Joe Grant, Yasmin Khan, and Amy Pond. At the three-point tier, you have Rose Tyler, Ryan Sinclair, Clara Oswald, Ace, Martha Jones, and River Song. At the two-point tier, you have K-9, Graham O'Brien, Susan, Romana, Nardal, and Leela. And at the one-point tier, the names are off, so I'll just have to identify the pictures, which I should be able to. Yeah. You have Jack. You have... Captain Jack. Yes, you have Captain Jack. You have... Ricky Mickey. Mickey, sorry. Uh, you have Adric. You have the Brigadier. You have Jamie. I always just think Fraser Hines. Oh, right. And then you have... Um, Rory. Rory. Excuse me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't pick that that was Jamie, but that's okay. Yes. So anyway, so we're going to go from there and ladies first. Okay. So my first team of 14 is all the girls. Okay. Who runs the world. Who runs the world. Or the TARDIS in this case. In this, yep. So I went with River Song. Uh-huh. Who is three points. Oh, I think I might need another person. Well, you don't... I mean, there's no law that says you have to use all the points. Uh, I did, but that's... You know. Yeah. I went with River Song at three. Mm-hmm. Bill at four. Mm-hmm. Ace at three. Mm-hmm. Sarah Jane at four. And that... Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Oh, no. That comes out as fourteen. Okay. So, I'm good. I'm good. So, so, River Song, Bill, Ace, and Sarah Jane. So, pitch to me how that dynamic would work. It's going to work amazing. <laughs> I just think... Uh, uh, yeah. I, I just love this whole group. I think River Song and Ace, in particular, uh-huh. are going to get along like a house on fire. Um, Sarah Jane's going to soften Bill a little bit. I think Sarah Jane gives a little bit of maternal that Bill would like, but not too much maternal because she's not overly maternal. Well, I was going to ask, in the picture, um, mm-hmm. in this little meme, if we're going to call it that, it's what I would call young Sarah Jane. Now, are you saying this is going to be older Sarah Jane? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing Sarah Jane Adventures. Okay. Um, but even not, I mean, this is just a, a group of badass women who mm-hmm. are off saving the world. 
Yeah, because I, you know, you could critique. Oh, you're never a doctor, but I think River, I guess, is your main character for yes running the TARDIS yeah. at least. Yes, she knows how to. This is one of those moments in time where she's taking the TARDIS and will return it like one second later, and the Doctor yes. doesn't know. Yes, and she's just picked up all these girls, and they're just going to have a party. I just think it's going to be great. I love it. It's my favorite team. And he talked about uh, Sarah Jane being potentially maternal to Bill. Now, who's going to be maternal to Ace? Because, you know, the Seventh Doctor was kind of guiding her around. Is this? Yeah, I don't think she necessarily needs quite as much maternal. I know that, you know, with Bill's mother being gone. Oh, that's true. And that oh. was a bit of a thing. Yes. And so that's why I went with that pairing. Because Ace is reversed. She actually has mommy issues. She doesn't like her mother at all. Which is why I think River Song is going to be a great companion for her. She's mm-hmm. older. Right. But she's also completely not opposed to blowing shit up. Mm-hmm. So... Figurative. Figuratively and literally. Figuratively and literally. So, yeah, I think they're going to... And I think Bill's going to love River as well. I think River and Sarah Jane will be an interest... I feel like they'll just have a lot of gossip. Uh, Is there any... You know, and I'm not pushing these things, but uh, you think there's going to be any romance with Bill and potentially Ace? Maybe. I hadn't really thought about it. I don't think it needs to be a thing. It doesn't need to be. Um, I just ask. Because you certainly, um, you know, definitely a lot of... Uh, gay women there. Uh, yeah, and I think that's <laughs> or, okay. Or, or pan or whatever the word is. Yeah, you know, no, rivers I, all over the map certainly. And, and I uh, think Bill has proven herself to be a little bit pansexual because she totally went off with the puddle girl. And you know, so while water, yeah. while definitely yes. you know female presenting, port- pre- yeah. female presenting, yes, there's a certain amount of pansexuality yeah. with that. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah, I, like I just it. think they're going to 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 change the world. I like it. Thank you. What uh, you got, baby? So I I picked a lot of favorites and then just mashed them all together and ah. then tried to figure out how it would work. So my choice, or this is my first choice, is the Fifth Doctor. Okay. Yaz. Or I should do mm-hmm. points, right? So the Fifth Doctor at five points. Yeah. Yaz at four points. Uh huh. Captain Jack at one point. I cannot believe they just put him at a I one know, point I tier. I didn't think that was fair either. Everyone's but, yeah. going to choose him. Um, Martha mm-hmm. Jones at three. And the Brigadier at one. Okay. So, I do think that Yaz and Martha right. will be a great combo. And so, uh, and uh, I don't know. I, this can be, you know, modern day Captain Jack. Well, when I say modern, Torchwoody, you know. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I have asterisks next to characters. So, like, the Brigadier doesn't have to be there all the time. It's kind of like a third Doctor situation. Yeah. He's there, but not always there. And the Brigadier and Jack are going to chafe. Yeah. You know, a lot. He's going to, you know, I can see that he's going to call him Captain Jack, recognize the rank, but then he'll just sort of raise his eyebrow at all the way. He'll things. be a little bit condescending about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah then, no, I do think they'll chafe a little bit. And then also have Captain Jack is not necessarily always being there. Ah, so you think you're going to switch them out so at times. So I think the Fifth Doctor, Yaz, and Martha are my core group. Okay. And then Brigadier and Jack. Because we know that we're in the Third Doctor era now, so we're used to Unit not being in every story. So Jack and Brigadier are sort of my unit players. They're okay. going to sometimes be there, sometimes not. But the Fifth Doctor, Yaz, and Martha, that way... Um, you know, Fifth Doctor, you know, he's, he's a pretty calm guy, so, you mm-hmm. know, he's not going to be overpowering with his character, and I think, you know, Martha's, uh, you know, in charge at this point, so, you know, this is sort of latter, almost Torchwood-era Martha, 
And then mm. Yaz, who, you know, we don't get to see a lot of, but I think she'll be able to pop out more. Yep. I, I also think there might be some interesting flirt-ons between the Fifth Doctor and Jack. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Because the Fifth, yeah, yeah, the Fifth Doctor is a little bit looser. I think there's, he, there's a, I think a, a, it's kind of like the Ninth Doctor flirtation, but he'll, Fifth Doctor's even more subtle. Mm. He just sort of, yeah. Like, We'll see, you know, or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, and and Jack will protect, yeah. or will poke yeah. to see. A lot of uh, uh, cricket jokes. Yes, and batting, yep. and yep. yeah, yeah. Sticky wickets. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, I like it. Because, yeah, I figure, you know, yes, I mean, she's not that young, but, you know, I think Martha can serve as a inspirational figure or a guiding yeah, figure. A older guiding sister. figure, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, because Yaz while she's done two seasons doesn't seem i mean obviously once we see a later martha she's very much battle worn yeah, as it were yeah mm-hmm. and i think that yaz as a police officer would find that very interesting and find that yeah something to because I didn't necessarily do Look this, up to. but this is very, um, you know, Yaz, police officer, Jack is Torchwood, Martha is whatever, you know, soldiery. Brigadier, of course, is a soldier, mm, so it's very... Yeah, you went very... But there's still a spectrum. Traditional. Yeah. yeah, no, mm-hmm. there is. I like it. So yeah, those, those are my folks. Okay. Alright, your second one. My next group. I went with Dr. Ruth. Okay. And then I went with Captain Jack, because wouldn't they be fun together? <laughs> uh, I also put... The Brigadierian with oh. Captain Jack, uh, just to see what would happen. I added in K9. Beep, beep. Yep. Bill again. Again. And Rory. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's a little bit of a hodgepodge. Right. Um, Captain Jack would love Rory. <laughs> So, so much. So do you still have that Centurion outfit? <laughs> I just think, I just think the two of them and Rory just I'm, sort of stumbling over like, words. I'm, I'm married. <laughs> I just think it would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> you can still look. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I, and I think Bill is just a younger Dr. Ruth, uh-huh. to be completely honest. I think that. You know, who knows? Maybe Bill turns into Dr. Ruth at some point once she gets over the the puddle girl and the whole I'm a Cyberman thing. Right, right. Um, So, yeah, this was just a little bit of a hodgepodge, and I just think it would be interesting to look at and see. How would the Brigadier deal with this doctor? I think he would be initially... It's interesting. Because he's of his time. He very much is. Mm. And so I think he would be initially perplexed. But Dr. Ruth has a certain... It's... Maternal is not the right word. Uh, She's a woman in charge. Is that what you're trying to say? She is very much a woman in charge, but not in any way, in an abrasive way. Um, which, let me just say that abrasive women in charge are just as okay as this. <laughs> I'm not, not trying to play that game. But I think that he, I think she would earn his respect very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. He would be confused. He would not initially be prepared for this. But he would see very soon that 
she's got it. Mm. And he working with her is in, in every way the best choice. So, yeah. And then so I'm trying to see who you're... K-9. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who's he hanging around with? The doctor, I guess? Or who's, I mean, his, who's his secondary friend? Rory. Oh, okay. <laughs> the tin dog. Yeah. <laughs> Rory's going to love him a little bit of canine. Uh-huh. And he's going to play fetch with him and do all like, this stuff hey. while while Captain Jack watches indulgently. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? I can play fetch too, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Rory stumbles <laughs> over the ball. You know? Just, oh, it's so cute. Amy doesn't let him have a dog because this is his only time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you know? women be women. Stop that. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think it's a fun group, an interesting conglomeration of people. So yeah, that's my choice. Okay. So I have a hodgepodge as well. Like I said, nice. I, just, I, just would, I wouldn't think about how they work together. Just, I'll pick them and then throw them together. Yeah. So my second choice is the second doctor. Mm-hmm. I always tend to enjoy him. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill as well. And then I went Amy and Rory because I think I, you know, I'm going to try to keep the couple together. Oh, you, okay, I never at any point kept them together. Yeah, <laughs> I, I cheer for them. So yeah, so that's it. So that's they actually were 14 points, just the four of them, because both Bill and Amy are four points each. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so because I think the second Doctor is very versatile. Cause I just every time Pat Trouton appears, it doesn't matter whether it's his own series or comes back for a uh, reunion, even with the sixth Doctor, just looks the same and plays the same role. He's the... And, you know, I'll be honest, I think he is almost a more extended version of the Twelfth Doctor. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in ways, Bill would be very equipped to deal with him. Mm-hmm. And I think he, there's a... Well, I was going to say he's informed. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a good doctor. He just he's, he goes the spectrum. He can be very serious. He can be very not serious. Um, but you know, I can find that like uh, you know, Bill would probably find the recorder annoying or something. And yeah, uh, and Amy, I don't think Amy would have a whole heck of a lot of time for him. Mm-hmm. But I think Rory would love him. Mm-hmm. And so then we've got this power shift. So it's kind of like that we don't see because mm-hmm. the eleventh Doctor, you know, or you know, is, Amy is his favorite. But with the second Doctor, maybe Rory would be his favorite. Yeah, and Amy has to deal with that. Yeah, what is this a boys' club? You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Bill's right in the midst of it, so yeah. she's like, no, <laughs> because I feel like this is sort of seasoned Amy Rory, mm. and but Bill is going to bring in that new perspective of she's you know. What's a Dalek? What's a Cyberman? Well, you know, unfortunately. She yeah, know. yeah. Um, but, and yeah, I think challenging yeah. Amy's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's my... That's nice. My, yeah. I like it. Right. So, what's your... All uh, right, my third choice. Now, I switched this up okay. because I didn't look very closely and I didn't see the War Doctor. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so, then I went back and switched it because I initially had the 11th Doctor, mm-hmm. Matt Smith, changed my mind. I want the War Doctor. So, I want the War Doctor. Uh-huh. Martha. Okay. Ryan. All right. Nardal. And in my attempt to keep couples together, Mickey Ricky. Okay. And so, yeah. I think that this is this is a very much kitted out group. Uh-huh. Um Ryan is a little bit by you know, but you've got the War Doctor and Martha and Mickey Ricky who are all seasoned soldiers, as it were. Uh, Ryan 
and Nardal completely blow that up a little bit. I mean, I, Ryan's ready to go, and he's ready to learn from all of this. And Nardal is just sort of flapping around. And I can see the two of them pairing up for sort of just getting into hijinks. Yes. They're sort of the, I don't, I don't know what's a good example, um, but anyway... Uh, you know, they're, they're always going to be the two that go away on the vacation planet to have fun and end up, you know, in trouble or And something. it's going to be Nardal leading Ryan yep. along, because he really wants to learn uh-huh. from the War Doctor and Martha and uh-huh. Mickey Ricky, but Nardal keeps leading him astray. Because yeah. he wants to do cool things. Yeah. Everyone else is just serious. Yes. Yeah. And so... And I think that's a nice Ryan thing, mm-hmm. is Ryan's ready to fight. He's not afraid of fighting, and he wants to learn, and these characters are giving him that opportunity, but he's also still just a very young man, and Nardal gives him that valve, if you will, of of being able to take that break and and ending up in trouble, and Nardal has gone mad, and now that now we have to rescue the princess, and yeah. Who's going to work best with the War Doctor, and who's going to be a little more? I mean, Martha's going to work best with him. Know. They've both seen things. Yes, uh, Nardal's going to annoy the shit out of him. <laughs> he's but he's ultimately going to have a fondness for him, right? Uh, because Nardal is nothing if not endearing. Right. That's why he ended up staying around as long as he did. So, yeah. Although, I wouldn't be mad about War Doctor and a little bit of River. That would be fun. But, but she didn't give me But she didn't give me four choices. So. <laughs> Don't call me sweetie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and my, what you got? Yeah, my last one. Um, eighth Doctor. Yay! Uh, Ryan, I picked as well. Mm. Leela, who I know you're not as familiar with. Yeah, and right. you're a big fan of her. Canine. Okay. And Nardal. Because uh, Nardal and Canine. Yes. So for this one, I asterisked as well, Canine and Nardal. So like, they're not going to show up all the time. Just like Canine doesn't show up all the time. And um, and but Nardal, just like the Twelfth Doctor, doesn't show up all the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, because so, I thought the Eighth Doctor, I mean, goodness, you know, uh, uh, he, he can do anything. And um, I think the Eighth Doctor would be really lovely with Ryan, actually. Right. I think it, it, because there's a little bit of gentleness mm-hmm. to him that I think is really lovely and would be paternal towards Ryan in a not dissimilar way to Graham. Right. Yeah. And then I think Leela's sort of a charlie-esque figure you know woman of her time taken out of time um you know with the you know and that's sort of taken sometimes in a maybe thematically problematic way of Mm. of, uh soothing the savage with the fourth doctor but um but ryan would just be fascinated with her he maybe he has a crush on her and she's not interested in him or or not even a crush Mm. just a genuine fascination because she's the action star of this yeah because you know yeah ryan no, absolutely would may want to be but you know he's yeah physically in some ways can't be um you know because of the uh his condition um but you know she's the one who's throwing knives and mm. strangleholds and th- flipping people and 
you know, so. Yeah, maybe. no, I can see that. And again, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be a, a quote-unquote mm-hmm. sexual crush. Right, right, right. Just this sort of awe yeah. at the things that this woman can do. And he'd just sort of follow her around, I think, and and want to learn from her. And the Eighth Doctor would temper that in a, a yeah. way that I think would Why be really nice. Why don't you two nice. go uh, practice some knife throwing? Yeah. Show Ryan how yeah. to do it, you know, yeah. Um, or Ryan, why don't you take K nine for a walk before Leela throws a knife at you? <laughs> yeah, no, I like, I like it. it. Some comic relief, but not at all. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. Cool. No, you you've got some good choices. My mine are better, <laughs> but you've made some good choices. Cool. And you know, and obviously, not every companion is is on this list. So yeah, no. I, we could always argue with the point system too. <laughs> well, again, Captain Jack has just one, one point. point. I, I just think it's crazy. K nine. I wouldn't have him at one point, honestly. I'd switch him. I I kind of would too, or even Nardal, uh-huh. or again Leela. And it, it, I know that she's one that you really love. And yeah. and I also am aware that I am not as familiar with her, yeah. but I don't know necessarily why Leela gets two points. Where you completely miss somebody like Tegan, mm-hmm. or you know some of the the more known, not yeah, yeah. And it's interesting they have Romana, but uh, this, they have the second Romana as of the picture. So, mm. mm-hmm. okay, there you go. So, like I said, we'll list this, and if you want to let us know your TARDIS team pick, yeah, please do. Or you can t- just message us and let us know that I was the right one. True. And I won this game. <laughs> well, with that, let's go into the TARDIS library. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. When you close your eyes, I go to the library. Go to the library now. For the segment of, we're going to talk about Richard Carrier's new video, friend of the show. Yay! I just love it. And it's not uh, for those who've been listening to us. You know, we always talk about his review of various uh, Doctor errors. And his last one being the Ninth Doctor era. And I know he's currently working on the Tenth Doctor, David Tennant era of Doctor Who. But he's sort of doing a side project now, where he's doing a focus on the companions. And this was shorter. Yeah. And And we definitely, um, school ends in the last three weeks of July. And so maybe in August we can get him back and talk to him about his companion series. Because I'd be really interested in about that and he's also taking uh you know polls about which companions to consider next so if you go to clever dick productions on facebook which mm. we'll link in the show notes you can certainly let him know uh what you'd like him to tackle next yeah i can't remember who i voted for to tell you the truth oh, I, don't... I think i may have said ace on your behalf but i can't remember thank you baby um but in any case what he did start with was the first susan, companion yeah. i suppose was susan yes yeah no definitely the first companion so what did you think of his research into the character of susan i found it really interesting because he talks a lot about the actress carol and carol ann ford um wanting to take this role because she thought it would be less damsel in distress more the avengers the avengers not the one you're thinking uh, uh, literally (laughs) yeah literally the british avengers and and being a little disappointed in that and of course that is my complaint as a general rule of companions is when we have the um the princesses 
The yellers, the screamers. The yellers, the screamers, the sprained ankles. Yeah. 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 Um, so so I, I gave a little hoorah to, to Carol Ann Ford. Because I do. And he, he made an interesting point about her age being rather amorphous. Yes. Because uh, he, he quotes... I mean, she, you know, she's presented as being a high school student in the very first episode, of course. Um, but, you know, then you can argue, not that you know, this is sort of retro-fitting, uh, but, you know, if she's a time lord, then she can, of course, be any age. She just happens to be her current regeneration as a young lady. But then apparently in some episode, I th- was it Marco Polo? Yeah. Or, you know. The Where she suggests that, that she's 16. 16. And then her exit is falling in love and marrying some guy. Right. Um, which... And he also points out that in that same episode, the doctor refers to uh, punishment as smacking her bottom, which is all sorts of weird. Yeah. So I can't even, can't, I can't even start on that, to be perfectly honest. But he also talks about the idea of the time, in the time period, you know, the woman needed to find somebody to take care of her blah 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 vomit 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 because <laughs> ke- clearly carol ann ford felt differently as well but that was sort of the family family idea yeah. uh it, and it's interesting i wonder because of course one of the the most beautiful things i think about the start of doctor who and all of its filming is of course verity is the producer and the guy, Warris, is the director. So you've got this lovely, diverse technical group who are still having to, or choosing to, and that's not made clear, adhere to tropes that aren't necessarily diverse or <laughs> accurate. Or Yeah, yeah. So the idea that you've got this woman and this man of color who are so intricately involved in the show, still choosing to, well, she needs a man to take care of her, and that's what we're going with. And whether or not that was kowtowing to the BBC, which is the, uh, for all intents and purposes, the state (laughs) broadcasting agency, you know. So, I don't know. I don't know, but it was interesting. And I'm glad she gets, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the big finished productions where she apparently gets more depth. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it was interesting just that she was initially pictured in the first pitch or the nascent pitches before it was even called Doctor Who. Mm. Um, but, you know, the audience stand in, you know, the Rose Tyler that, that was supposed to be Susan. Yes. As, you know, and I guess the old argument, and I don't know if they were making it at the time, but the argument is if you want kids to watch, you always make the, the kid character slightly older, because all kids are interested in slightly older versions of themselves, not current ages of themselves. So, um, yeah. which, which is why then when we get the reboot with Peter Cushing and the eight-year-old Susan or whatever, it's weird. <laughs> it's just weird. You just think Peter Cushing version is weird, full stop. This is also true. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. But even though you have a much younger Susan, you have an older sister. Yep. Whoever she is. 
Barbara, or I don't know, whatever she was called. I forget. Yeah, this. yeah, but you do have that older character yeah. to be the person that everybody looks up to. I don't know. I don't know why she was there. I don't know why she was there. I don't know why these movies were made. I could do an entire podcast on why Peter Cushing, Doctor Who, should not and does not, in my mind, exist. Uh, we love angry things here. Um, <laughs> But Bring yeah, it. Yeah, I can't, you know, and I'm not an expert in First Doctor Hood. We haven't, you know, carefully watched every single episode. But, you know, her role is usually, I mean, I think there were, she's not always the role. But often she's just the role of the person who, you know, gets in trouble and you have to rescue. And that's pretty much her role. Yeah, and unfortunately, once you get into that, it's hard to break out of that. And and then it becomes quite one note. You yeah. know, it's my issue with Perry. I don't know anything about her other than the fact that she screams and falls down. So, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about all the companions because even the ones who are maybe were more short lived or or not as familiar. You know, it's still interesting to hear the backstory, what was envisioned with the character, what was mm. the how they do the casting, and then when did they decide to leave or how they decide to leave. And I thought it was interesting that. Um, Dodo, a short-lived first Doctor companion, that actress was initially considered for the role of Susan, but it was like yes, a yeah. one-year contract. Nah. Yeah. And and maybe, you know, I want to know all the, the backstage stuff with Ace and things like that, but it also might be useful to hear more about characters like Perry who, you know... What what was going on behind the scenes? Um, sorry, I just oh Joe Grant is there. Neither of us chose Gr- no. Joe Grant at any yeah, point. We both like Joe, but um, well, we love Joe, but we didn't think she belonged <laughs> on our team. <laughs> well, and I think you know it's an interesting parallel that the Doctor Who writers, when faced with you know usually a woman um, companion wanting to leave, they marry her marry off, her off. off. Yeah, and so yeah. did that with Joe. Yep, absolutely. They don't really kill people off because Adric's, you know, the first. Spoiler. Actually, I suppose, what's her face? I can't remember her name, was the first companion to die, but she was like a companion for like five seconds in the first Doctor. Um, These things happen. But Adric was really the first companion to die. Mm. And that's the fifth Doctor. And so you don't. Yeah, but you say you don't want to get a killing off companions as a choice until later. Yeah, Leela. What happens to Leela? She, if memory serves, is she stays on Gallifrey. Okay. Nissa um, walks away. Yeah, or, she goes back to no, no. Nissa, Nissa. I can't remember. She, she uh, I can't remember. She leaves, but I can't remember what happened because she leaves twice. She leaves once, and then in the last fourth Doctor episode, you remember Nissa's like, "I've come back." Hello, because the Watcher, yeah, came back in the TARDIS oh, and yeah. grabbed Nissa, and, and she was here. But I forgot when she left the fifth Doctor what the ex- reason. Yeah, but we definitely have, and Barbara and Ian kind of go off to be with each other. Yeah, they don't really. Yeah, it's not strongly implied, but not necessarily implied. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's maybe that's a thing we should explore at some point. Because Richard, I I would love for Richard to come and talk about companion exits. Yeah. Okay. But he's doing his research, so maybe we need to wait for him to do. Because both we because we were initially then the story idea and then the back behind the scenes is what you want. 
Yeah, but whose decision was it? Yeah, but it's worth you know maybe talking to him in August uh-huh. when he's got a little bit of downtime before he has to like all teachers figure out how the hell you're going to open up schools during all of this mess. Uh-huh. Um, he's British, so I feel like they might have a slightly better handle on things. But let's be honest, not much more of a handle on things because their people are almost as useless as ours are. (laughs) And on a high note. (laughs) (laughs) So other than Ace, which companion story would you like to hear? I actually would. I mean, I'd love to. Any of the new companions. Any of the new companions. um, But I would like to hear a little bit more about somebody like Perry, who I so vehemently dislike. Uh Uh-huh. Um, in the hopes of getting a better perspective. Um, obviously, people like Sarah Jane and Joe Grant, we have more information um, because Sarah Jane reappears so many times and the woman who plays Joe Grant... Yep, does lots of interviews. And yeah, yeah, I mean, she's Katie just... Katie Manning. Katie Manning, thank you. Uh, she's just willing to talk about anything, which I love about her so, so much. But it means that there's not a whole lot I feel like I need to know. So, yeah, somebody like Perry. I'd also be really interested in the Bonnie Langford, how'd mm. she end up there and, and all of those sorts of things. Those are the ones, and maybe... Right. Maybe a little bit of Fraser Hines. Oh yeah, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, I mean the only companion I believe that with the entire that ever had an entire Doctor run. Yeah, and he is without a doubt the most. Well, mo- okay, that's not true because he. I mean, but almost the entire Doctor. Yeah, run. yeah. As I said, then like, well, that's not true, but but without a doubt, when you think about eighty percent of a Doctor run, yeah. Solo male, you know, I'm I'm taking people like Ricky and Rory out of the mix because they sort of were companion adjacent. Yeah, secondary companions, Um, Fraser Hines is without a doubt, Jamie's the most famous, I guess, or most infamous, whatever, notorious. The reindeer of companions. He is the Rudolph the reindeer of, and certainly of male companions, Uh and that's what I'm thinking, you know. And maybe, well, I was going to say as we go forward, but Ryan and and Graham Graham are both going, aren't they? And so we're losing our male companions there. I can't think of... A more influential, maybe that's the word I'm looking for, male companion. Yeah, I think so. So his would be an interesting story. All right. Well, until next time, keep enjoying the Doctor's many adventures throughout time Time and and space. This is BBC Television.